everyone. Welcome to the Geek Republic, where we just talk about everything from movie, TV, and video games. I am the great talent. Hey, everyone. I'm Jay Revan here. All right. Yes. Jay Revan is joining us, and we are away. So we want to talk about a lot today. We're going to try and do it swiftly for you folks. So first and foremost, Jay, how you doing? How you been? It's been a while. Good, Since man. we last good. recorded. Good. <laughs> Good. Good, you know, just uh, starting the new year right, getting going with the uh, uh, the many entertainments that we have out there between Netflix and HBO Max and yeah, a lot and, of uh, good stuff going, a lot of good stuff. Uh, yeah, 2022 um, is uh, st- st- starting right. No, that it is, that it is. And full disclosure how about out your, there. How about you? How about I'm, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. No, I, I just, I'm glad we're back on the horse because a little full disclosure, folks. Um, Well, first and foremost, as you can see, I'm in my Halloween. If you guys are watching on YouTube, I'm actually nice and warm in my freezing basement in my Darth Vader Snuggie right now. That's my new persona. And uh, full disclosure, folks, we are getting back on the horse because two weeks ago we tried to record our, our another episode and it just went to shit. And we were very depressed. I was very depressed for <laughs> about a week. Because we couldn't, uh, something got corrupted, we couldn't recoup it, but we're going to give you like a very brief synopsis of that. So uh, first and foremost, we want to talk about Kingsman. That was what the last podcast was about. So we're not going to focus on that this podcast. We're going to mainly focus on Scream. But uh, so Kingsman, we both saw it together. And what did you think of Kingsman, Jay? If you could recall it. Um, I liked it. I think I liked it a lot, man. I think I liked it because I never saw any of the other Kingsman movies. So I went in totally oh, yeah. fresh. Um, I enjoyed that whole time period of like World War One, you know, that that era, that yeah. time. The, the you know, when I came out of seeing Kingsman, it like for me felt like a good blend of like a, I don't know, man, like a Sherlock Holmes movie combined yeah. with like James Bond. It was just like a like a fusion of those two worlds and into this yeah, one yeah. entity like Kingsman. Couldn't couldn't have said it better myself, man. That yeah. was it was like Guy Ritchie directed it like with uh Sherlock Holmes dude with a mishmash of a little bit of James Bond. And yeah, no. And and it's the, the guy who did Kick-Ass, the guy who directed it, uh, Matthew Vaughn, he did Kick-Ass and he did um the Kingsman movies. And yeah, no, he he did a pretty good job. Wasn't as good as the other Kingsman movies, so if you if you ever have a chance and you get to watch the other Kingsman movies, Definitely check them out. I think they're a lot better than this one. But World War One is kind of the the Great War that everybody talks about now. That it isn't as overly saturated as World War Two. Because I say World War Two, and you could probably name ten movies off the top of your head about World War Two, right? Because it's just so overly saturated. World War One. How many movies are there about World War One? Like literally, you have 1918. No, not many. Uh, not not very many, right? So. Uh, it's a very it's like the same with video games, war. man. Call of Duty played yeah. the hell out of freaking World War II video games, so yeah. And you had the Medal of Honor series, <laughs> and you. Now we're up to Vanguard with Call of Duty. I mean, the only Call of, the only uh, game that did World War One with the video uh, was Battlefield Battlefield One, and I thought I enjoyed Battlefield One. I thought mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. Uh, Battlefield One, they did World Actually, War One. I didn't enjoy that. I didn't didn't get the chance to play that new Battlefield. I didn't really catch my no, attention. No, dude, that. That one, uh, the new one, 2042, I heard it's broken, dude. Like, it's completely broken. Like, completely yeah. just shattered. Yeah, it's no, unplayable. I'm not, it's I'm not, I'm not touching that for anything, man. No. Honestly, dude, I, I think I, I really enjoyed the Call of Duty games, man. But I think going forward, I think 
the, my first person sh uh, shooter sweetheart going forward is going to be Halo Infinite, man. Yeah, that's what you've been playing, right? I know I finished the campaign a couple of weeks back, and you're just getting started, right? So how are you enjoying that? I'm just getting started, dude, and it's like it, it, it brings back the Halo 2 vibes for me, man. It brings back that yeah. Halo 2, like, that, that, does. That, that joy. I remember, I remember Halo 2 was my first xbox game ever i didn't yeah. play halo one I, was, I first played halo two oh. i remember i bought the bundle the original xbox and it came with halo two i remember I, I i it was like back in 2000 i don't know what year yeah early 2000s 2004 and yep. uh i i 2004 yeah and I, I was just in love with that and then that that really honestly i never thought because prior to that i was like at xbox station but then um you know that 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 game really like brought me to the side of Xbox. Maybe yeah. No, it's true, man. I I was actually with Halo One. Like I remember, dude. You're probably gonna laugh at me, but I uh, I went to the store when I got my Xbox for Christmas in 2001. Um, mother got it for me for Christmas, and she got it with me with the Star Wars Obi Wan game, that Obi Wan video game. Dude, that's the, that the only terrible, Star but... Wars game. <laughs> Let me tell you, dude. That's the only Star Wars game in my life that I returned. I said, I cannot play this game. We returned it to GameStop, right? And I was like, I, the guy was like, well, we can't give you your money back, but we can do an even exchange because I already opened it. So he's like, what game from Xbox do you want? And I was like, I don't know. That Halo game looks pretty cool, dude. I didn't know what Halo was. Nobody did back then. I chose it. And I literally, if I said I beat the Halo campaign in single player and co-op, about 50 times in my life. That's no exaggeration. I've beaten the first Halo about 50 times. And Halo 2 was when our Xbox Live first got up and running. You came on at a good time. You, you got the Xbox Live. Fucking, that was it. Halo 2 launched Xbox Live. So that was it. Halo 2 and 3 were the best online multiplayer games, first-person shooter games I've ever played, and they still are. And Halo Infinite is a good homage to that. It's like the culmination of Halo 2 and 3, like, together, like mm -hmm. in one. And it's great. Yeah. It's yeah, great. I, I agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm loving yeah. it. So, I, dude, going forward, man, that's gonna be it for me. I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna play no. I don't have, I, don't, I can't divide my time, dude. So, yeah, I'm just gonna devote my time to Halo. Yeah. I'm gonna get all that season pass shit. And yeah. Just, uh, after I beat the campaign, dude, I am all in on Halo, dude. All in. Yeah, I'm telling you, and you're saving. You, you can, you know, and it, it's great about Halo and Xbox. You can get it for free, pretty much, essentially, with Game Pass, right? And if you want to drop $30, $40 on DLC, you're coming out ahead because if you would have bought the game and then the DLC, you'd have spent over $100, right? So now you're saving all that yeah, money. Exactly. It's amazing. Exactly. You could, yeah, you're not, you're not afraid to spend money on DLC, you know? It's amazing. It, it, it's smart. Yeah, you, 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 I, don't, I don't mind spending the money because I, I really appreciate the campaign for what it was. And even the title, Infinite, it's almost like letting you know, like, this is it. This is the one and only yeah. Halo game. Ain't no more. And it just seems like what they'll do is they'll just they'll just keep adding on to that, you know. Yeah. And build I that think world so too out, so. for a while. If there's going to be another console just generation, which I hope there's not, I don't think like there's going to be another Halo. Like it's going to be like Destiny, man. It's going to be like you know how Destiny they just keep on adding packs or whatever. Mm -hmm. Destiny they just keep adding shit. They don't come out. They came out with one sequel to Destiny, and after that they were like, "Fuck it, we're just going to do like like World of Warcraft. Let's just do like season passes and new DLCs and shit." Because there's not much yeah, more you can do with the new entry, you know? There's not much, man. So, Absolutely. No. But, uh, yeah, to that point, though, so, um, yeah, so what other games have you been playing? You, uh, you've been playing? I heard you were playing Metroid still, right? Yeah, I, uh, you know, like, you know, so I have, uh, 
you know, I do a personal training. So my, my job is like me running around between clients and I have like these in between times where yeah. know, we have a few hours for like my next session. So, and with the electric car, I have to like sit and plug the car in and charge it in these charge stations. So I have to I bring the switch with me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I've been bringing the switch with me and uh, just playing that right, right, right there, right from the car, nice. dude. Um, and uh, I'm still like in the early, early, early parts of that of that game. I know I'm stuck. I forgot the name of this boss, but it's like this like metal like centipede thing that like crawls and coming after you. And like I'm shooting it, and like oh, he's deflecting yeah. all my shots. So he's like a Terminator. He's like constantly chasing you and shit. So yeah, um, if you're in one of the, I can give you a little tip since I beat the game. If you're in one of the shadow areas, like if you're in a shadow section. And the metal, the, he has like a red, like there. I have a metal armor, right? And then he crawls on the ceiling and whatever, and they go whatever. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he has like a red, like a, a metal face, and it's like a little red dot almost in the middle of the face. Mm -hmm. You remember? Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, you yeah, need yeah. to run to a certain room and find the Omega Cannon. Once you find the Omega Cannon, you can you gotta turn it online. You hit a switch, you turn it online, and, and you might have to you go into this this special room of that within that shadow area. You, there's this big, there should be a big floating, like, fat ball. You shoot it till it blows up, and then you get the Omega Cannon, and then you can go fuck that motherfucker up. So, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Alright, I'll take your advice, man. I'll, I'll do that. But, All right, cool. now with Pokemon Arceus coming out, I don't know why. Yeah, uh, I got to yeah start, that. I that oh, time. man. Okay. That comes out so, next I week. I think I might I, have to like... That? Oof, yeah. I don't know, dude. Like, that might be the open world Pokemon game we've always been dreaming of. So... That like you know, you know action I, adventure. I, I already, I already pre-ordered it, so I think that might be the game that I might just uh, focus my time on with the Switch. The vote, yeah. No, it, it's. It, I'm sure it'll be fun. I, I, I'm hearing like all these these things that it's like a game of the year contender. Like it's like it changes the game. I heard so, like. But before it was just Pokemon. Was like oh you know it's very cookie cutter. You just like, uh, you just go catch the Pokemon from town to town. Now this is like open world over the shoulder like camera and shit. So pretty interesting how they're gonna do it i don't know what it's about but it looks, looks pretty cool. i don't know what's about either but i, I kind of like because dude I, for me i only know like the first 300 pokemon and i think at this point they're probably yeah. like over a thousand pokemon oh they're so, at I'm they're at gonna, 900 i think yeah they're at 900 I'm, something I'm not, i am not gonna dude. know a lot of these fucking pokemon nah so. dude i i that's why i stick to like the last one sword and shield like i played pokemon shield i think it was or no it was sword and dude i I don't know half of them in there. I just play. I, I play Pokemon games how I how I remember them playing them growing up. You fucking level them up. You, you train them. You capture them, and you build a strong party, and that's it. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. Um, I wish. I wish they, I they, could, like, they could like they could like bring it back to the OG man. Like you know, like this Arcaea still respects like the. Yeah. You know, what I mean, like the first 151, the first 300, dude. Like. Actually, you know what, man? I, I'm gonna make a suggestion for you. Maybe you should play Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu or Eevee, because that is literally a remake of Pokemon Yellow. That's all it is. It's a complete remake of Pokemon to, Yellow version. Yeah, I might it's have to really check that cool. Out. The only difference is like you can't like when you encounter Pokemon in the wild, you don't battle them. You just you, you throw balls and catch them. That's it. It's actually pretty easy. It's like the only, the only way you fight is with trainers. That's it. That's how you fight and level up. But when you encounter Pokemon in the wild, you just throw a great ball, whatever, and you just hope to catch them. That's pretty much it. Yeah. So that, I think you would really enjoy that game, man. I think you really would. 
Uh, if you want, man, next time we hang out, I'll let you borrow my copy. I got I got Let's Go Eevee. If you want to borrow it, check it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, but yeah, um, anyway, so yeah, and speaking of OG, man, I've been going back in time. I've been playing the uh, Fear games, the Fear series, that like uh, first-person shooter horror games. That, those really? games are a trip, man. Those games are a trip. I never I tell you. I remember, yeah, I remember those games. I remember the trailers. I never got, I never got a chance to dive into those. It's like I want to say it's like uh, the first couple of games. Well, the first game, it's more, it's like Doom, like the first-person shooter Doom, like that mm-hmm. meets Quake in in a sense with like slow motion from Max Payne because you get like the bullet time, you can slow down like we're in the Matrix, and focus mm-hmm. and shit. But it's like a horror aspect because you got this little fucking ghost demon baby child coming after you, and you gotta like you gotta like like run away from her and shit. It's it's pretty creepy. The first game is like more horror. Fear two and Fear three are like more like Call of Duty with like mixed with like Doom, with like a little bit of horror, but more more so on the action shooting. But yeah, no, they're on they're on Xbox backwards compatibility. If you ever want to check it out, um, and. Uh, also, I've been playing Hitman. I just finished playing Hitman 3. And, dude, I think I told you, Hitman 1, 2, and 3, the new ones, are coming on Game Pass. That's crazy. <laughs> That's fucking nuts. Hitman, Game Pass is taking I over mean, the world, man. <laughs> it really is, dude. They, they are doing a smart, dude. Because, like, whether you have a console or you have a PC or you yeah. have a fucking Android, like, you, or you, you have pretty a much have an Xbox. You have a Tesla. <laughs> you know, yeah. you can have Xbox in any shape fucking yeah, size yeah, like, and form there is man it's uncanny and like i said man if you, like like you probably never played the hitman games now I, I just finished playing it i'm recommending it you're like oh how am i gonna play that game pass <laughs> that's it just game pass yeah. you know? I, but uh i don't think i'm ever gonna buy an xbox game ever again dude <laughs> i don't think so i mean if they want to jack up the price to like it's already what 15 bucks a month if they want to go to 20 uh, i would even pay it i pay 20 i pay 25 max you know it's right now with all the content they're adding i don't care because look at much bang you're getting you're getting so much bang for your you're buck bang, it's, you're, it's crazy yeah, you, you really you really are dude i mean i hope they don't raise it that much, but Nah, they they won't. I don't think they, it'll be nominal. If anything, like like you know how Disney Plus raised it a dollar, they might raise it like a yeah. dollar or so as time goes on. But um, to that point, though, man, like I don't think like PlayStation. Like I know PlayStation has a new rumored service called PlayStation Spartacus. That's codenamed Project Spartacus. That's a combat game pass. But even with that, and we'll talk about that now. But even with that, man, I don't think they're going to compete with Xbox because of the whole new release, uh, new releases. So. What are your thoughts on Project Spartacus, though? That, that PlayStation service. I mean, if yeah, if you're if you're a Sony fanboy, <clears throat> then that's the way to go. I mean, shit, you know, you know how many games I would love to play back from the P, especially the PS2 era, because the PS2 yeah. had fucking. I mean, I don't care what anyone says, man. If, if we had to like, if we had to rank the consoles of the greatest of all time, PS2 still reign supreme man yeah ps2 did have a lot of good shit ps2 had a lot of good fucking games dude like i mean it had a ton of fucking good games too so their legacy their legacy catalog like i said man if you want to go back in time with nostalgia and let's say just for the sake of argument now folks this project spartacus playstation service is rumored to have now PlayStation now only lets you stream like half the library and download PlayStation 4 games. The rumor has it is PlayStation 3 games and even 2 games are starting to appear on the PlayStation storefront to download. 
that is interesting because you can only just stream those games prior on the PlayStation 5 and 4. So now the rumor is they are going to have PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4 games, and even sprinkle on PS5 games over time to download to your console and couple it with PlayStation Plus for like 15 bucks a month to combat Game Pass. That is phenomenal because that's five generations of PlayStation, man. Five generations on your fucking, like, at your fingertips. Now, that is good if you're looking for nostalgia and retro shit. However, with that being said, if you are into the, only into the new releases, like the new shit, you're going to be waiting a while because only Xbox Game Pass has new releases day one. Day zero. You can download them before they come out. And day it's zero. included and for free. Not only that, but they, they've been brought in their, their uh, studios along with that day one. Like Bethesda and shit like that. So like, Bethesda, Obsidian, like the creator. When, when yeah. fucking the day that Elder Scrolls 6 comes out. You're going to be able to play yeah. Elder Scrolls 6 day fucking day one. Day one. And the same thing with Starfield. Day one. Anything. And you know what's crazy too? Obsidian. The, the people who made Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2. They are own them now. So that new game they're making. That new game. like It's like Elder Scrolls called Star uh, Avowed. That game. Outer Worlds 2. <laughs> that game. A Fable, four, five, Fable 5. Whatever the fuck it's called. The new Fable. Perfect Dark. Uh, the list goes on, folks. Hellblade 2. I got a list here on my phone. I could rattle off for days of all these fucking exclusives man that are coming just because they own all these studios and even games that they don't own studios for like this is game called the plague tale uh 2 which is phenomenal and i highly recommend that game it's like a old school like uh black like plague bubonic plague era game and that game has got a sequel that's coming on game pass it's insane the amount of content for for 15 dollars and even if even if you don't play online it's only 10 dollars a month so it's like what it's crazy dude it's crazy that's <laughs> nuts yeah, no, it's, I don't know why Sony doesn't do that, man. I mean, like, it'd be cool, like, if you could play the new God of War day one. You know what I mean? But, yeah, well, you know, you know, you know what? Yeah. You know what the issue is? I, I think I, I realize the issue. The, the issue is that Xbox with their with their with their Game Pass service is the fact that you you have the availability of it on Android phones, on PC, on yeah. fucking on a Tesla. You know, so yeah. the fact that they're able to, you know, feature Game Pass on so many different things where PlayStation can only feature it on the PS4 or the PS5, they're, you know, they're they're limited. They're limited in yeah. terms of like how they can get their content out there. So they kind of need the sales of, of, the, of a new release yeah, drop. The, they really fucking do, man. And uh, the and to that point, dude, that's a great point. Uh, I also read an article where, look at it this way: if you want to compare apples and oranges or apples and apples. Microsoft is a multi-billion dollar company, right? Sony might be, but I don't think they're as big as Microsoft because Microsoft does software. They do computers. They do a lot of software stuff, Windows and shit. They are multi-billion dollars. And the Xbox division for, for Microsoft is a fucking, like, it's all fun and games. It even, doesn't even mean anything to them. They're just letting them have it to just have it. Uh, they don't need that to survive. Sony, on the other hand, they put all their eggs into the two areas. Sony puts their eggs into Spider-Man and they put their eggs into PlayStation. So those two catalysts are the driving forces of their ecosystem and their economy. And they said, I read in an article, dude, I shit you not. I'm not, this isn't a rumor, this is fact. PlayStation, the, the, one of the heads at Sony, one of the chief, the CEO said, if we released our first party titles from on PlayStation 
day one on a PlayStation Now service, it would financially bankrupt them and cripple them in time. Like it would literally cripple them in time. They can't do that. They said it just they need they need those like you said they need those those they need that boost right away to get them to get those sales up. So Microsoft yeah, doesn't. They don't give cool. a shit. They're like fuck it. <laughs> They'll make it up with subs. So yeah. 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 I mean, my best advice is get both consoles. This way, yeah. enjoy the <laughs> if you could find them, <laughs> that's well, it. If you can, if you can find them, that's right. Um. If you could find them, well, hopefully they'll be freeing up sometime later this year is what the rumor has it eventually, finally, folks. But um, Or you just catch it on a good day if you're in the queue. You can, you can get them online on, on a good day if they have ample stock. But to that point, though, uh, there is something else that PlayStation that pretty much caught your, your eye more than mine, right, on the PlayStation side that they just announced. Uh, VR2. PSVR oh, 2? Yeah, PSVR 2. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. not a fan of VR, but you could talk about that, man. I've never played VR. I, I don't know. I'm afraid of VR. <laughs> um, I've never played it. I never, I, I don't have any, yeah, I've never, I've never done the Oculus. I've never done VR. I've done it like demos at, at like stores and stuff like that, or like going to see a movie or at the aquarium. I did, you know, we put the, the things on. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited about this new PSVR 2, man. Like, one is the the compatibility it's gonna have with the PS5, where because I saw what the PS4, the the first PSVR setup was with the with the PS4, and yeah. uh, dude, it was it was way too complicated, man. You needed to fucking have the camera. You had to have the fucking this. Uh. Uh, it, it, like, dude, it was like all these cables you had to run just to run that fucking PA. You had to get the fucking the, the, the yeah, control, yeah, yeah, yeah. that fucking little drumsticks. It was way too oh, complex. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just, it, it was a lot going on there where it was just like, it, um, like, I wasn't into that. But now with this new PSVR 2, man, it's just straight up the head, the, the headset, which from what I heard, it's OLED. Uh, OLED or QLED, one of those two. Right. Uh, full like 4k fucking like it's gonna have a 180 degrees like where you turn your head 180 degrees you fucking get like this fucking full view like that fucking wow. i don't know man plus you know i mean i'm very into like crypto man and like that's that's the movement dude that's the way the metaverse dude like everything's moving into that you know a lot of companies are purchasing a lot of companies are getting into virtual real estate dude like fucking you have like companies like adidas and fucking like a lot of fortune 500 companies literally buying like you know like you would just buy real estate like in real life yeah. they're literally buying real estate in virtual reality dude through decentraland Why? and the sandbox because they know that people are going to spend a ton of their time wearing these fucking headsets and these headsets are you're like it's literally going to be where you hang out dude like you're gonna have one of these shits. You're gonna create an avatar. You're gonna go meet fucking Joe Schmo over here at the fucking at the fucking cafe shop in your virtual fucking world, and you're gonna see fucking advertisement of fucking of this shit of this company, this company. So they are literally selling fucking like plots of land in virtual land <laughs> to fucking advertise, dude. like like dude. It's Ready Player One, the real life, folks. It's Ready Player One, <laughs> the real life. It, 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 it is, it dude. I mean, I'm not really into all that fucking, all that marketing bullshit, but for me personally, what I'm into is like, 
I want to see the next step, man. Like, you know, like, fuck, man. I want to be able to play Resident Evil like that, dude. Like, fucking some crazy shit. Like, we're yeah, I mean, talking about these headsets on, you know, like, give me a Star Wars game, dude. Like, that fucking Vader game I, I, I wanted to check out. Um, I'm open for it, man. Like, my mind yeah, is. I mean, I'm open. curious to know. So, like, the screen is a visor, and then you plug it into the wall. Is that how it, 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 gets, it gets battery? Is that you got to hook it up to. It's not, it's not battery. It's not a rechargeable battery, is it? It's kind of like the it's kind of like the uh, Pulse 3D headset for the PS5. You just oh, so it's wireless. Know, it's, it's wireless, oh. dude. Just fucking yeah. Wow. So like, use it, and then when you're ready, you know, you're done with it, you just plug it into the USB-C cable and charge it up. And uh, and then like, so you don't need to use those fucking drumsticks anymore. You were saying because that was annoying. The, well, the move sticks. They created these new controls where it's like rounded so like your hands go oh. in like that and yeah it's not like these drumsticks anymore it's like your hands curve like that so you're like you're like that's this interesting okay uh, yeah you know what just, I, if it's if it's you know if it's a reasonable price and i save up enough money i might want to try it i don't know I'll, I'll let you if you're gonna get it i'll let you be the guinea pig let me know how it is i'll come over one day and we'll, we'll fuck around with it <laughs> if you get it I mean, yeah. if it's if it's like if, if it hits that five, I mean that five. If it stays at that four hundred mark, I'm hoping it, they're smart because you figure if the digital console costs you four hundred dollars, then yeah. I think it would make more sense that the PSVR two should be like three fifty. You know, like some yeah. like three hundred, three fifty. I think I think is a very like fair price. You know what I mean? So I'm hoping they. Come I can see it being four. I can't see it being more than four hundred, but if it, I see around four hundred being the sweet spot. With a sale being 350 one day, like on a on a Black Friday sale or some shit, going down to 350, yeah. I mean, we're getting I mean, it like I mean, refurbished. I'll be willing to shut up 400 for a dude. Plus, yeah. I know I, I read that fucking Netflix and a lot of these major fucking studio like fucking streaming services they're getting behind it now, so they're gonna oh, you like, watch shit in VR. Oh wow! So like, so, like you'll crazy. be able to watch your fucking shows and movies through the VR, dude. Like I'm all about that, dude. I'm like, wow. You know what I mean? Like as a movie, as a movie fan, why wouldn't you want to enhance the experience of a movie? You know what I mean? Fuck it. Yeah, that? that's gonna be nuts. I wouldn't. I think at the end of the day, I wouldn't know whether to determine what's real or or, or fucking fa- a fantasy or fiction. That's <laughs> imagine watching Star Wars with that on. Like you watch fucking Star Wars and <laughs> you're like, dude. Oh shit! I think it would be, I think it would be awesome, dude. I'm, I, I'm curious. You know what I mean? I'm not. I don't want to like. I don't want to overhype it, but I'm definitely. It definitely has my curiosity. Yeah, I think. I mean, this is probably going to be the first of many different uh, installments of virtual reality headsets that are going to come out, and you know, people are going to be are probably going to migrate to it over time. They're going to adopt it because it. The more they keep perfecting it, like right now, it's not quite perfected yet. Maybe this will be like a really good one. But we'll see what happens well, was, when it comes out. I was checking out the specs, man. I was checking out the specs, and it's it it blows the Oculus Two away. Yeah. Dude. Like it, it's it's a, it's above and beyond what the Oculus Two is. So okay, this is going to be like when the PSVR Two comes out, it's going to be the, like the fucking the, the supreme the top, being, the top of the fucking, line. All right, be top, top of the line. tier, top dog. All right, I mean shit, I'll, Which, I'll keep my I, eye on it. I, what I don't like about the Oculus is that you have to have a Facebook account just to use that, which is, I think. Ah. Uh, yeah, nah. And you know what? There's a lot of uh, good exclusives that PlayStation has for VR. They got Batman Arkham. They got Horizon, the new Horizon game. There's Resident Evil VR and shit. So, yeah, they got pretty Iron Man, Iron Man VR, Darth Vader. Yeah. So, yeah, they got pretty good you know, VR games titles. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty cool. 
definitely keep that with watch that with great interest so um yeah i think that just about wraps up gaming so let's move on to movies and tv so i heard you just finished one of my favorite tv a new series of all time uh recently over the weekend right (laughs) uh yes 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 i got to finally after hearing about this show for many years now kept hearing about it cobra kai finally got to fucking I finally finished Cobra Kai. I feel cool now. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm the cool kid now fucking <laughs> watching Cobra Kai. Because show is royalty. I uh, I heard so much about it, man. Like, I, and a lot of like YouTubers that I, I, I watch and follow, they were just like praising the show, like praising it. Like they put it at such a high pedestal, and I, you know, like talking about like how, you know, Cobra Kai is literally the the blueprint. Like it's the blueprint for like if you're trying to bring back fucking something from the past and bring it in and, and, yeah. and create a new fucking going forward like basically like what star wars should have did with the sequel trilogy yes that this was the blueprint this was the way so you know shame shamefully though i had never seen any of the karate kid movies i never saw the oh, karate wow. kid movies dudes. so i didn't want to watch cobra kai yet because i said fuck i'm not going to watch cobra kai until i until yeah. i watch karate kid so right. i watched karate kid one, two, and three on Peacocks because all the movies are there. I even watched the the next Karate Kid, the fourth one, the one with Hillary Swank. Oh yeah, I even threw right. that. I even threw that in there just to cut. Oh, because why not? <laughs> yeah. Why not? Exactly. And I watched all that, like in like a couple, like in like a few days. I watched all these movies, and then I jumped right into Cobra Kai, like right coming straight from those movies. I fucking binged it, and like it took me two weeks, dude. It took me two weeks to watch from season one to the end of season four. And nice. man, dude, like I fucking love that show so much, man. Like it's a very, very I good lo- show. I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually like kind of going through like some depression right now, but it's finished, dude. Like there's yeah, post traumatic stress disorder. You have a PTSD, Jim. You need more. Have, you need, I, 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 I like, honestly, dude. I always get depressed when that show ends. I like because I always you do you always just want more. You like you need more of it. So yeah, good. like you just like it's so good, dude. It's so good. It has, it has heart. Like I mean, like yeah. in the first season, I remember there was like these scenes, man. Like you know, going back with Daniel Son, fucking like reminiscing of Yagi and shit like that, man. And shit fucking like struck the heart for me, man. Like yeah, I was fucking like getting emotional, getting like, teary eyed, yeah, like, that was... stuff, man. And then, and then like. They just did such a great job, man. Like, honestly, man, my favorite character turned out to be Johnny Lawrence, dude. Like, Johnny Lawrence is so... my favorite. He's the fucking, he's the goat, man. He, he's become the goat. He was a dick, but now he's fucking awesome, man. He's so that's, cool. And that's and that's what that's what makes the show amazing. Like the writing, yeah. like how this character, like he went from Karate Kid one because he wasn't really in. He, I know he was in like a flashback scene in the other Karate Kid movies, but he was yeah. just only in Karate Kid one. And yeah, he was a fucking dick, dude. He was like. You watch that movie, you're like, ah. like, you literally just don't give a fuck about this dude. You're like, ah, whatever, fuck this dude. And then you watch season one, and you kind of like just see like how his life turned, like how what happened with him and Sensei Kreese, his fucking his Sensei, you know, when yeah. he chokes him and he fucking like, you know, after he loses the match against Danielson, coming in second place, and the scar it left him in his life, and the, the downturn he had in his life. Yeah. And, you fucking feel for that shit. You're like, fuck. You're like, wow, yeah. that really fucked him up. And right. deep down in his core, he's not a bad guy. He's really no, not. He's not. really not a fucking. He's not a bad person. 
Oh. You know, he just made so, bad life choices. Then, and I guess he just it's made very something. relatable. It's very relatable. It's so relatable. It's so relatable, dude. Like, like honestly, man, I, I totally related a lot with him, dude. I, I, I felt a very strong connection with him. You know, because you know, this you know, obviously my life isn't perfect, so I was able to connect a lot with him and, and just like really like say, man, you know what? I really like this dude, man. I liked him more than Danielson, to be honest with you. I thought Danielson yeah, came off a little bit as a prick at times. Th that's the that was the beauty of the writing, though, dude. To that point, the fucking the way they flipped the script on that to make Danielson be looked at as like the fucking asshole, and now Johnny Lawrence is like the hero in a sense. Because and they constantly do that, right? With every single season, they keep flipping it, flipping it, flipping it, and it's great. It always keeps you anticipating. It always keeps you on your toes. And yeah, man, Johnny Lawrence—he's a fucking metalhead from the '80s. He's my type of dude. He's just—he's just fucking. He's down to earth. He's a little bit of a, of a masochistic pig, but you know what? So what, man? It's fuck it, man. He's misogynistic, but he's from—he's from a, a he different is, but era. Yeah, but deep so down, but fine. he has heart, though, dude. He has heart. Yeah, he does. He does. He does. But he, he's fucking great, though. And um, I love how him and Daniel Son are always at each other's throats. And in the final moment of that last season, I don't want to spoil it for anybody out there, but Daniel Son has like an epiphany, like a realization, like, damn, maybe, maybe my way isn't the only way, you know? And it's it just, it's fucking beautiful, right? I want to take the writers of that show, put them in my pocket, carry them on over to Lucasfilm and be like, here, <laughs> just here, fix this, fix all of this. <laughs> exactly. Fucking yeah. send them to Dave Filoni, John Favreau, you know, uh, yeah. and just like let them write the story, you know, let Favreau and Filoni kind of like bring the tools to them, you know, like yeah. let, let them be in, in control, like what the what the tools are, and then let these guys from right. Cobra Kai, the writers, just kind of like just take the tools yeah. and just fucking. Let, let Dave Filoni and John Favreau show them the way. If they're not experienced with directing, let, let John Favreau direct like or, or hire directors or whatever. Let them take care of the directing and the productions and whatever. But the screenwriting, let those people are fucking golden. They I don't know who they are. That's I looked them up. That's what I, they're golden. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's it is the screenwriting, dude. It's not. Yeah. You know, it, it is. It's the it's the way the characters interact with each other. The, what they're yeah. talking about. You know that because oh, yeah. honestly, there's nothing special about Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai doesn't have anything, no, no special effects. It's not. It's really it's just. It's, it's a low budget. It's super low budget, but it's everything it, is it's, brought together so well, though, pieced together so beautifully, like peanut butter and jelly, like always, yeah. every single season, every nothing, moment. There's yeah. nothing high budget about it. You know, it ain't like your Disney Plus show, like Boba Fett, or these other shows yeah. where they put so much into it. Yeah, you know, yeah. you get all flash, no substance. But here you get like not a lot of flash, but all substance. Like it's complete subs substance. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Man. So I, I can't wait for season five. Yeah, it's and they said they got at least three more, at least three more seasons in the pipeline. Three more seasons, at least. I'm like, damn. The way that season four ended though was crazy. How crazy was that? When I was talking to you guys about it the other day, how crazy was that with um, with what's his name? Uh. Priest's partner. What was his name? Terry Silver. Terry Silver. How crazy was that turn, though? <laughs> How crazy yeah. was that? I don't want to spoil it yeah, for these people was... out there, but that was a crazy turn. <laughs> yeah, that was a crazy um, turn. I like his character too. He's, his character is. He's they, they, even even the bad genius. ones. You're like, you're like you know what? You, there's there's things yeah. you like about him. It's... That that's that was dude. Tell me that wasn't Spartacus. Remember Spartacus? They had um mm -hmm. um freaking bat batiatas um. You had um, uh, even um, Marcus Crassus. Like you, you love those villains. They were like, oh man, I could like, 
like they're not they're evil but they they're not evil you know like damn like i could see you know but um yeah yeah, yeah. but anyway, i even like chris man so, I, I, I like chris man chris you know you kind of yeah. like, kind of understood why he was the way he was you know yeah he he was a hard ass but he had his intentions his reasons for being a hard ass and it kind of came to fruition in season four like you know when he like in season four when he kind of like came to certain people's rescue at like at like the people you didn't think he was going to come to rescue it's like wow like all right he has a little bit of like like a little sort of soul inside him like a little heart you know it's hidden deep down but you know it's there yeah and the whole thing too like you know be careful like you can create monsters like it's another a lot of the seasons like like go go with that whole mentality where it's like be careful you know you you might be you being viewed as a monster might be able to create another monster by you pushing your your persona or personifications of viewpoints on others and that's what happened in season four also it takes a lot about uh, into play about bullying it teaches a lot of teaches a lot of messages about bullying so i think that's pretty important and it uh that pretty much anybody could be a bully so i think that was yeah, interesting sure. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, honestly, like, if you're in high school, that 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 show is like perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's great. It really is great. Um, I highly recommend it. We highly recommend it to all you out there. It's just very very good. Um, just a couple more things to talk about today on this episode. So, um, did you we both wanted to watch this movie called The Last Duel. You got to check it out first. It just dropped on HBO Max. Uh, what are your thoughts about it? that? Was by Ridley Scott, right? So, what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, I actually, I actually originally wanted to see it in the movie theaters. I remember when it dropped in the movie yeah. theaters, I was already, I was very intrigued because I said I saw it was directed by Ridley Scott. You know, I'm a yeah. fan of his. He's done, you know, he's done some pretty good, good stuff. You know, Alien uh, is one right. that comes to mind. Gladiator, yep. Um, Gladiator, yep. And so right there, I was like, okay, you know what? And he did actually, he did House of Gucci. I love House of Gucci. I thought House of Gucci. Did was he? Really good. You, he directed yeah. it. He oh directed wow! House of Gucci did. Oh, that's why it probably wasn't as good as that because he put his whole his heart into that movie, <laughs> and then uh, Last Duel got tossed aside. Wow. Yeah. Which is funny because like it, like he did he had Adam Driver in both of those movies. Uh, so that's funny. Interesting. S- saves yeah. on casting, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, what can I say about the Last Duel, man? Honestly, dude, it, it a, a lot of it reminded me of Game of Thrones. Like it, it like had a lot of like Game of yeah. Thrones feels to it. You know, it had your kings, like even the way they were talking, it like I felt like I was watching like a Game of Thrones episode. So it kind of like brought back yeah. that feel good vibes of that. Um, I recently went to Medieval Times, so I I oh, felt yeah. like that connection with that. You know, nice. when they were jousting and all that. Um, yeah, yeah. It was beautifully shot. The cinematography is beautiful. The sound, like if you have a if you have a good surround sound system, it's yeah. it, it's amazing sound. Um, even the acting was good too. Like honestly, Adam Driver, fucking kills it, dude. He's a fucking great actor. Uh, Matt Damon, I thought he was awesome in his role. Even Ben Affleck, which I didn't even recognize with Ben Affleck. He fucking he's oh, in wow. there. He's like he's the king. Oh um, shit. Huh. But honestly. Uh, of all these things I'm saying, you're probably thinking like, oh, this movie sounds amazing. I fucking hated the story. I just hated the fucking <laughs> story. I, the story, like, like I watched the movie, everything, like, it had all the other, like, sprinkles yeah. and everything to it, but the like, the, the actual, like, core in, they couldn't within the core. a good story. Wow. It, it just, like, it, yeah. I, it's just the purpose of it. Like, where it starts and where it gets to at the end, 
yeah. it was just like damn this movie was all this was just for this like it really yeah. had to do it, it was very similar to troy dude it was all about love it was all about uh, like one woman i mean she i like troy though i liked so, it I mean, too I'm man like... and i thought and i thought it worked that story worked well in troy but when you watch it in this movie and again man maybe, this is just this is my opinion is why i think oh, i just um it's just where it where it gets to to the end it's just like it's like really like yeah. it, it just it, it was just weird for me man it was just weird oh. it was just like a lot of now, raping was it, ba- it was just like was it based on true events or is it just a fictional like was I it does it, it take place in england or it took place in france during like the dark ages or middle ages right it was like during like that yeah the middle ages it was like the year 1390 something 1380 oh, wow. something like way back then dude like you had like castles and you had like yeah it was all that dude it was literally like game of thrones like that that wow. that whole you had probably, wars, you had wow. you know, all that shit dude and it was I probably mean, filmed dude, in I, scotland I, <laughs> yeah well actually in the movie they 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 go to scotland too like they, oh, really? they showed that oh. there was a there was a ba- there was a battle that takes place in scotland they showed that but that's oh, what i thought man i thought the movie was like gonna be like a war like it was gonna be a war between like countries and like but it, it wasn't dude it was like literally about this like these two dudes wow. like it was fucking ben affleck and adam driver like adam driver was obsessed over matt damon's uh wife and he fucking like takes her and like she's kind of into him but not really and then he rapes her and <laughs> but not really <laughs> but no rapes and her, she, but not like, really. she like she like she like likes it but then she doesn't like it and then it's like it's like this weird back and forth dude it was just like so and then you get to the very end of the movie and hence it's called the last duel it's done yeah. to they fight it out so wow. it, it was just like it was just like damn this movie was just it was just about this like this was this was this was it like wow. i don't know it's, it's called just, the last duel i mean it's in the title it's the last duel between when the duel no, is between one-on-one right yeah it was just that but i but it's just like when you want when you watch it from the beginning you see like everything like how all the set props and pieces are you're like the background and like you're like, oh man, this this looks like a really badass like fucking yeah. back in the old days like war movie and shit like, which I would have been all up for. I would have been all down for that like two kingdoms going after it, but it really was just about these two dudes, man, fucking over just the fucking about the woman. Oh wow, that's that's kind of weak, man. It's a little weak. It but, was a little weak for I me, mean, man. But. I'll probably check it out just just because it's on HBO Max and I you know want to get used out of my subscription to new releases. You know, might well, as well. I mean, it's worth it's worth, it's worth checking out, man. I mean, with the, yeah. with the surround sound, and everything you're gonna, you're definitely gonna, you're definitely gonna find things you're gonna enjoy from this movie. I just, I just pop some just popcorn might. and go to town. Why not? Yeah, that's yeah. it. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, that's what I've been doing, man. I've been waiting for these new releases to drop. Like um, HBO Max has been nothing but giving with terms of new releases, and you're uh, so giving, dude. I, dude, we don't even, we don't even have to go see Moonfall. Yeah. That next, that's not our next movie, folks, Moonfall. We were going to go see it in theaters until we realized that it's coming on HBO Max. During the preview, it said, yeah. stream on HBO Max. Like, okay, well, yeah. well I'm I mean, not coming here, like, man. I'm like, We're coming out. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, dude. I, I, honestly, if I see a movie's coming out on HBO Max, I'm just like, you know what, fuck yeah, I'm just going to watch HBO Max, dude. Cause... Yeah, unless it's like like Bat- the Batman or something like that, where you need to see it in theaters, no. like Spider-Man, well, something like that. Well, they're smart. They realize they're like, wait a minute, this this is this is like triple A. This is high. This is fucking like, this is high property right here. We cannot release the Batman day one release. <laughs> no, so they were very no, clear. No, they're no, like, no. yeah, 
this is going to be a one month after theater release because yeah what the fuck dude what how are you gonna it's like why would you make them why would you do that why would you release something like that in theaters and in streaming like I mean, honestly, dude, like... To be, to be honest, have, dude, they should have done the same thing with Matrix, but I don't know why they didn't do that. That's a big-budget movie, dude, Matrix 4. Well, that's that a, a big-budget different. That's a whole different topic right there, man. First of all, they fucked, yeah. it, they, <laughs> they, they fucked up with that, and they fucked up with the release date. They should never have released it the yeah. week after fucking Spider-Man. That was just not a no. smart movie, dude. No, they should have did it, like, Thanksgiving. Like, around th- right after, like, two weeks after Eternals, that's when it should have came out, Thanksgiving weekend. That's when it should have came out. They, they they should have did that. If they were going to compete yeah. against Eternals, they would have, they would have beat out Eternals for sure. Yeah, they would have beat Eternals because uh, Eternals was only in theaters, and they should have just been only in theaters. But again, should have, would have, could have, and that's why you you only made a hundred million dollars against your two hundred and fifty plus million dollar budget, and you're in a deficit, and nobody ever wants to hear the word Matrix around one. No, they're they're done, dude. Matrix is like man, it's a shame, dude. Um, it's a shame, but no, they are they are done. done. They are they are dead. They are yeah. deader than a dead horse, dude. Yeah, and it's crazy too because when a movie like The Eternals performs better, dude, I looked up the box office numbers for Eternals, and we're gonna get an Eternals too because I looked it up a little while ago, and Eternals their budget was two hundred and fifty million, but guess how much they made in the box office um, right, worldwide? Yeah, yeah, no, they made four hundred and fifty, like four hundred thirty million dollars. They oh, almost wow. made double the fucking. Yeah, they made it made money over overseas. It made money a lot more than domestic. So it was pretty big overseas, and I'm like, and I honestly, dude, like, it wasn't horrible, but if I never need to watch that movie again, I'm never going to watch it. I have no desire to watch it again. Like, I watched that last night. I, it was a fair movie, but it, it had some interesting story moments. Very interesting story moments about the whole emergence concept, about how, how Celestials, like, you know how, like, um, uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, the planet Ego, he's a Celestial, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. It pretty much focuses on the birth of Celestials, like how they're born and what the cost is for every Celestial to be born. born. At the cost of every Celestial to be born is a planet has to die. And the, for the planet that it's targeted in this movie is Earth. And it's pretty interesting, but the whole concept of the Eternals and the Deviants is fucking stupid, man. It's very silly. It's very silly. Uh, they're, they're very, very, very yeah. silly. I saw it too, man. I saw it. And the only good thing I could say about... Actually, the only two... The only two good things I can say about the Eternals is if you have a fucking amazing OLED 4K 8K TV, it's gonna oh, look incredible. It's gonna look beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's number one. And number two, seeing Rob Stark and fucking Jon Snow and together in the scene. The first scene together since season one of Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. First time together but, reunited as enemies than, actually because they're they're, they're competing than, for a love interest. Yep. <laughs> other than that. I really have nothing about that movie that I really I have no desire to ever see it again. Yeah, I have Honestly, no desire. When I compare it to like when I compare it to Shang Chi, I enjoyed Shang Chi a lot more than fucking Eternals. Man. Yeah, I, really didn't. I mean, I enjoyed. I think because of the whole Eternals. the whole thing of like the dragon and stuff like yeah. that it was into like it was crouching Chinese, tiger. Like, it was crouching tiger is what it was, which was cool. Yeah. Like but, it was cool that whole Chinese lore. I, I was in. I was. I was feeling that dude. I was digging that. Yeah. But this whole but, shit, it was just like, it was like, so these motherfuckers are that powerful and they're protecting the earth, but during fucking Thanos' snap, they had to like not do anything. So they witnessed all these well, people fucking dying and they were just like, yep, yeah, we have that, to like That's the whole plot though. That's the whole silliness of the plot, dude. It's so stupid. It's like, 
all right, well, we're created by a Celestial to fight the Deviants, who were also created by this one Celestial, but we can't do anything else, and our other purpose is to make the planet die, to make gods born. Like, what the fuck? Like, okay. Yeah, so, uh, like, that's what I'm saying. On. So, like, while, while Thanos is doing the snap, you motherfuckers have this going on at the same time, but you yeah, cannot get involved like, with Thanos' they're, thing, they're puppets, because yeah. that's, like, that's not part of, like, that's not your battle. It's like, exactly. it was just, like, weird. Like, if I had to, like, like put, like, of the, the Phase 4 movies, I think we had Black Widow, we had Shang-Chi, right? Eternal, so far. Those are the only, besides, I'm not counting Spider-Man No Way Home, because that's fucking, that's that's top of the mountain. But, um, of the, and I'm strong and strictly MCU movies, it was only those three, right? It was, so far, in Phase 4, it was Black Widow, Eternals, and Shang-Chi, right? Is there anything else I'm missing? Yep. That's it, right? So of those, of those, I would put Shang Chi. If I have to rank those, those three, I would put Shang Chi number one. Uh, as much as I didn't really care for it, I put Black Widow two and then Eternals. So yeah, yeah, I would, I, mean, I, would, I, would I agree. Honestly, Hell, I'd, though, even put, I'd even, I'd even, I'd even put some of the shows ahead of those fucking movies. Oh yeah, absolutely. I put Hawkeye as number one, <laughs> but uh, yeah. that's besides the point, dude. Uh, I, honestly, though, the best part of Eternals though for me was John Snow, Kit Harrington, who didn't even get much screen time because his his story is way more interesting than an entire fucking movie as a whole. He's supposed to be King Arthur, the descend of, descending blood bloodline of King Arthur, of the Hick of Black Knight. So that's his his Marvel character. I can't fucking wait. He wields this big ass sword and shit. I was looking him up online. That shit looks awesome. So shit, ready for that. But yeah. um, other than that, so all right, folks, we are in the home stretch here. We're gonna talk about Scream now. So we saw Scream Five. I'm calling it Scream Five. I don't care what anybody says. It's Scream Five. We saw it together. Um, so what were your thoughts? Honestly, man. If you go to the movie and you just don't think about it, just, fucking, <laughs> just don't, just, just don't fucking try not to make sense of things. It doesn't need to make sense. Just uh, fucking get a big you know ass bowl of popcorn and but, shut the brain. But you know what? But, but you know what though, dude? Even even with that, I'm gonna say I was disappointed with, with this movie, and I'm, I'm gonna explain, explain why. Okay. Why is that? The kills to me were nothing. They were nothing special, man. Like, like honestly, dude. Like, if you think about it, in all the screen movies, the opening, the opening scene, dude, that's a kill, dude. And in yeah. this movie, they didn't even kill the chick. She fucking, no, she just fucking survived. That's the she twist. What a twist! <laughs> what a twist! It, what a twist! Oh my god! Wow. Very twist. Like honestly, man, I was thinking like, like when going into this movie. Again, I'm not like thinking like this movie needs to make sense. This movie needs to like yeah. you know connect dots. I, I I don't expect that from these movies, but oh, no, I was no. just thinking, you know what? Fucking give me some crazy gore. Give me some like crazy kills that we haven't seen before. Like make this Ghostface killer like some fucking like yeah. fucking some next level fucking uh, shit where he's like doing some crazy fucking Mortal Kombat uh, kills. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck, man. But like, like fucking Halloween, some, Michael Myers kills. Michael Myers had better like, kills, folks, and how the new Halloween than this movie. I'll tell you that much. Oh yeah, that that uh that okay. I'll tell you what. I had to like if you tell me like which of the requels I like better. No yeah. doubt about it. It's the Halloween. Yeah, Halloween, mm -hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. No, no doubt. But, no doubt about it. I would say that. But this requel uh, of Scream 5, Scream 2022, whatever the fuck it is. Um, it's Scream 5. 
<laughs> yeah, Scream Five. It like um, it does like the whole. It pokes fun of itself way too much, and it's like it's a little. To me, it's a little excessive, and it's it's nothing new. They've done this in previous movies. Yeah. They've done this in previous Scream movies. Like you know, yeah. like they 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 portray like the whole original killings as the movie stab, and they're doing like. It's all. Same it's already thing. been done. It's the same it's thing. It's just now. Now we're stepping into the metaverse, though, right? That's what this whole thing is about. The whole fucking ending third act is all about the metaverse, right? And it's like, oh boy, we're in the metaverse. We get it. Everybody's meta now. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. just um, yeah. I don't. I don't know, man. <laughs> I didn't like. I yeah, didn't no, like the fucking movie, dude. I really didn't. <laughs> I, 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 I thought it was okay. I, honestly, I thought it was better I, than Scream I, 4, at least. I don't know. I thought it was it was it was probably right on the same level as Scream 4 if I had to put them next to each other. But I I like the what I did like though is the main protagonist how they tried to make her like they tried to flip the script on us a little bit there. I mean, do we want to spoil this for the fine folks out there, the five people who are listening to this? Do we want to spoil it for them and reveal the plot or what? Uh, All right, so folks, we're anyways. at the we're yeah, exactly we're at the 53 minute mark in this podcast if you don't want spoilers click away now we will give you five seconds five four three two and one okay so the main protagonist she is the descendant she is the illegitimate bastard child of billy loomis from the first movie so she's the daughter of a serial killer right so she's having these visions and flashbacks of actually i think it was that skeet ulrich like CG or was that just like really him? That was really him. I, that was I really him. That, that was that was they actually brought him. Like he he came on and they they filmed him. They did like the de aging bullshit. All that oh, stuff. I was gonna say because that didn't. They did some de aging there because he didn't. They looked identical like how he did when he died. And yeah. no, it, it was the, it's with... the original. It's, it's the original guy. They just did the de aging. Okay. I mean that I like though, dude. I like that that she was the protagonist, and they tried to spin her as the killer the entire movie. But then in the end, she fucking proved herself, and kind of snapped out of it a little bit. And then, like they did the old locales. Remember they went to fucking Stu Stu uh, uh, Matthew Lillard, Lillard's house and ended there. The finale was where it first began, in that house. And then because the, the fucking house was bought by that fucking Amber chick, the Asian chick. And then like how like Randall Randall um, Jamie Kennedy's like. Uh, aunt's nieces and nephews, his nieces and nephews were in the movie, the twins. Uh, mm-hmm. They did a little bit of callback. So they paid homage to Legacy. How Nev Campbell, how Sidney Prescott and her brother Dewey and, and Courtney Cox Gellweathers get drawn, tossed into this is because, um, you know, the killing happened and she's the veteran of the series. So they call up her brother to try and bring him back into it. There's the new killing. And it's interesting because she, that she's the, the, the daughter of the fucking... Billy Lewis, the original killer. So Dewey's get, Dewey gets involved, and then it's just a spiral down there from from down that you know from that point on. And I will give the movie credit too because it has stakes in in regards to they actually kill off one of the legacy characters, and I was shocked they even did that. But um, yeah. So uh, if we're gonna fully disclose it, should we? I mean, fuck it. Um, so I guess the only reason that um, David Arquette came back to this movie was to fucking have him killed off because he died. He went out like a fucking champion, though. I'm not gonna lie. Right, he he went out kind of good. He went out pretty decent. Yeah, he went out. He, uh, you could definitely tell. He he definitely was like on that fucking Harrison Ford shit. Like, look, I'll come back. <laughs> listen, you, I, I'm done with this bullshit. Just 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 no, kill me. For real, like like yo, like let me just sit home and collect my residuals, man. That, that's let me just collect my residuals. Yeah, yeah he was um, probably like, seriously. Look, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of yeah, this shit. Yeah, legit, dude, legit. And then like, but 
he went out he, he went out pretty okay pretty decent but the also the star of the movie too was um the voice of um what do you call it? the voice of uh ghostface and he always is the fucking creme de la creme of the movies right he fucking he sounded awesome like like he's oh so good like he always does yeah i was gonna yeah he's always always sounds cool and everything like that but um yeah, like I said, folks, if you just go and just fucking turn your brain off, and yeah. Yeah, if you, um, absolutely, like, if you just shut your fucking brain off, you will enjoy the movie, but to be honest, and to be honest, though, dude, like, um, yeah, he, the movie made money, dude, it was only a very low-budget movie, believe it or not, it was only $24 million to make this movie, I looked up the box office numbers, it only cost $24 million to make this movie, um, and guess how much it made so far? Like over 30 million right yeah like almost close to 40 million dollars so it, it's considered a you know a success um yeah so i i mean honestly yeah like to your point just get up give up fucking large size popcorn pop it in the microwave go fucking the theater get a big ass fucking bowl of popcorn shut that old, old fucking brain of yours off and just fucking chill and veg out uh yeah that's pretty yeah, much like it that's all we can suggest sometimes yeah like sometimes with a movie there no intelligence is needed you just yeah you don't need to bring intelligence into this just so no no it. not at all just not it's like it's like you know what it's like dude it's like going to see the fast and furious movies right just shut your fucking brain off like you want to yeah. see cars flying in space and tanks flying just shut your brain off and go yeah. <laughs> yep. that's it there's no need to yep there's no need to make sense of things no, not not in that scenario, especially especially when you go to see like a horror movie and shit like the horror movie, horror movies and action junkie movies. Those two extremes to me, yeah. If you're going to see a drama or like even some science fiction movies, yeah, maybe. But you know, um, yeah, here's it's okay though. I mean, it was all right. Dude. But speaking um, of Fast and the Furious, have you have you had a chance to check out that Peacemaker show on HBO Max? I got it on my list, dude. Uh, you 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 told me about it first, then my cousin said you gotta watch it. I'm like, he goes like, dude, it's like some crazy shit. <laughs> it's fucking dude. The first episode. I mean, I I only watched the first episode. I'm gonna watch the other two. Like, I, I just kind of like, I was still digesting the first episode. Yeah. Dude, the first episode was just fucking over the top, dude. It was just like, <laughs> it, it was just like. Like first the opening credit scene, it's like John Cena. He's like fucking doing all this like crazy dancing, and then fucking, then he's like hugging an eagle. He has a fucking he has a friend that's an eagle, like an actual bird eagle. He fucking, <laughs> fucking hugs, and he's fucking like that's his best friend. That's like his, his, and then he fucking he's banging out some chick, fucking, and then she turns into a zombie, tries to kill him. It, it, you know, it's fucking bizarre, dude. But it's a. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it de- it's definitely worth checking out. No, I, I definitely will. Um, I got it on my list now as one of my official in my queue, my official list they, on my they, phone. They I make a list. Actually, I was watching a video on YouTube. They actually dropped some Easter eggs on Peacemaker. I didn't realize there was some Easter eggs on Batman, some other. Oh yeah. Some, yeah yeah oh, wow. yeah. So I, I, I'm wondering like where where this where are they trying to connect this to? You know. So I heard that he survives the Suicide Squad. I don't know how the fuck he survived that. He got stabbed in the neck, didn't he? So they revive him, right? So it turns out he got stabbed, but he got stabbed like in his collarbone. So like it didn't like, oh. hit a major artery. Some, some, there was some crazy shit. Of yeah. course, some Hollywood magic, tears yeah. of joy, fucking revival bullshit. Yeah. But all right, well, I'll check it out. Yeah, no, yeah. that I'm going to check it out like, right now. In regards to television shows, man, I'm trying to finish... 
I'm watching that It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia show. I'm trying to catch up with that. Um, and believe it or not, man, I am going to watch. And I saw it on Hulu. I never watched it back in the day. It's only ran for two seasons, but I've been in the mood to watch Terminator. So I want to check out that Terminator Sarah Connor Chronicles. I've never seen that. I've heard good things about it. Actually, really um, good. Yeah, that's what's fucking Cersei Lannister's in that movie, man. I want to. I mean, that show. I want to watch it's, it. I've never seen it. It's really. I, I did. I did get to. Watch I've watched it. one it's episode. Actually, I think. Uh, it's, yeah, it's actually really. Watch cool. it. yeah, it's really fucking good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna. It. I'm gonna watch it. It's on Hulu. It's only two seasons. And you know what show my other friend recommended to me, dude? I don't know if you've heard of it. Maybe you have Amazon Prime Video. I heard it's Game of Thrones in space. My friend keeps telling me it's Game of Thrones in space. Uh, it's called The Expanse. It's on Amazon Prime and it stars Thomas Jane. It's like I've seen it. I, I don't, yeah, yeah. I, I've seen it before. Like, I, I mean, I haven't seen it's it like per se. It's like five or I, six I, seasons. He says it's like Game of Thrones in space. I'm like, all right, I added it to my list. I'm like, I'm going to check it out. But yeah, um, I don't know. I'll let you know what I think of it when I watch it. But um, yeah. yeah all right. Uh, so yeah, so folks, um, that pretty much does it for this podcast. Anything else you want to touch on before we wrap it up? Um, no, that's pretty much it. I mean, yeah, I think the next uh, next big movie coming up is Moonfall. Then after that is... Um, Uncharted. Um, Uncharted. Uncharted. Uncharted, yeah, no. And then uh, and then it's the Batman. Or right, we'll do Batman. a whole fucking podcast about Bat- the Batman. Don't worry, nothing else. This will be about the Batman. I'm telling you. That movie's going to be special, dude. Matt Reeves. And Matt Reeves we trust. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, after the last trailer that we saw when we went to the screen, dude, I, I started thinking I'm watching it. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to... You know, I don't want to go in with too high expectations because we know what happens there but yeah based off of the trailers so far that i've seen i honestly believe that this movie has the potential has the potential i'm not saying it will be yeah. but it has potential from what i've seen to go down as the best batman movie yeah dude honestly it ha- it's it ha- so it, hard so hard to not go I'm in see- it, i'm seeing a fusion of tim burton batman you could see Gotham is like that is a yeah. character in this in this in this in this movie. That Gotham City is a character. You could see it. You could see how like the how it looks. Because that yeah. if there's one thing I'll say about the Dark Knight trilogy by Chris Nolan. I love those movies, but Gotham didn't really do it for me, dude. It didn't. It didn't yeah. really like. It, it just didn't feel like Gotham. It just felt like it felt like Chicago or something like that. It felt like fucking like Chicago, dude. Like, like 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 a fucking city in the states, dude. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I see exactly what you mean. I really think that your point it could be Burton and Nolan together, like peanut butter yes. and jelly. It might be might be great, and it looks like it's gonna have a little bit of a retro 70, 70s to eighties vibe. Like I don't know, the Batmobile looks very seventies. Yeah, that's what um, I was saying. Also, that yeah. Batmobile looks like the Adam West Batmobile. Yeah, and you got fucking. The, the the background like the fucking city feels like Tim Burton's Gotham City yeah and then like um this guy fucking Twilight's guy his acting and how he's like trying to portray that 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 uh, real darkness and everything yeah. kind of like feels like going a little bit of like a blend of like Christian Bale a little bit of Heath Ledger like right. it just has like a has a blend of everything dude so I and then Matt Reeves is doing it. I, 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 Matt I, Reeves I, I, made I, us fucking cry over an ape. So yeah. Yeah. So. 
So I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to like go in with this high expectations like the last shot. Like, like I was saying, it's hard not to. How can you not go in with high expectations? All this hype, like you're like, oh my god, like. Same thing happened with Ghostbusters Afterlife. Same thing happened with Spider-Man No Way Home. It's so increasingly difficult to keep your your, your bar low when you're like, yee! You know, like, yeah. Yeah, I am definitely excited about this fucking movie. Dude. Like, we're going to have to like have like a fucking, like, before going to the movie, we have to fucking have like a special dinner, fucking like a fucking, Hell I yeah. know, fucking ritual. Yeah, no, it's... Okay. I've got to like prepare for that. Go out to a nice restaurant, fill our bellies, not too much, so we don't get overly full, so we don't fall asleep. Just right. Mm-hmm. Fucking just pop some popcorn, get some popcorn in the theater, and just fucking go to town, dude. Just that's it. But um, yeah, no, I, I like I like how Robert Pattinson sounds as Batman when he's in the costume in the trailers. He sounds really like Batman, but when he's out of it, he looks I don't know, man. He looks at when he's in Bruce Wayne attire. He looks too emo. He looks like fucking Tobey Maguire from Spider-Man 3. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's the goal, though. But I, I, I hear what you mean. But I, I, I'm excited, man. I, I, I have to say, man, I, I, like I said, I, I think it has the potential to go down. It's probably the best Batman movie of all time, dude. And that's... That's well, really me saying that's that's really cool that's a stretch, dude. Because I, I remember I remember a long time ago. You probably don't remember. Remember when Man of Steel came out? And you're like, this is probably gonna be the best Superman. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know. I hope so. I hope so. I really hope so. I still wanna. You know what, I want. I still. You know what it was, man? Because because Henry Cavill, he really did look the fucking part, dude. Henry Cavill he looked did. the part. You know. Then he you did. had like you had like Christopher Nolan was the producer. And then you had Zack Snyder coming off of doing 300. I was just like, holy shit, this movie's going to be fucking, fucking the best things in sliced bread. And yeah. I, I, to be honest with you, I like Man of Steel, dude. I'm one of the few people that liked it. I, I liked it. I don't think it was a great movie by any means. I, I kind of expected it to be better than what it was, but I don't, I'm not going to shit on the movie either. I, you know, no. If I had to score it, I'd give it, I'd give it, a, I'd give it a 7, dude. I'd give it a really yeah, solid 7. Yeah, it was okay. I mean, I'd probably rewatch that before I would rewatch like, Justice League or, like, Man of Steel. I mean, Batman vs. Superman again, rather than that. So I was like, yeah. Or at least Wonder Woman 2. Yeah, if the director's cut is on HBO Max, I might check it out. It is, so. dude. You need to watch the director's oh, cut. Oh, it is. It is. It is, dude. Watch the director's cut, man. I did that right, right before I, the, the Zack Snyder Justice League. I watched yeah. Man of Steel. I watched the director's cut of Batman vs Superman, and then I went into the Zack Snyder. I, to be honest with you, I love those movies, dude. I really do, man. I love them. I wish he would have given. I wish they would have gave him the chance to like finish out his trilogy. That's not going to happen. But I, it, I respect what the... he was trying to do. I, I do. I do respect what he was trying to do. He was trying to go that. out of the box. He was trying to go out of the box a little bit, but he was trying to do something I mean, different. I, I, yeah, I see what he's trying to do, but um, yeah, you know, you try and if you might remember, it's all about the writing team too. It's about how you're portrayed, how the writing team puts everything together. Going back to Cobra Kai, it's about putting how how you portray it, how you put it together, and they just were all over the place. They couldn't couldn't execute. They had all the pieces there, sure, maybe. They just couldn't execute it though. They couldn't. The pieces were there. It it just, it just yeah, yeah, it wasn't. It, it just wasn't in. told right. I didn't like that. Couldn't that, bring that, it home. Yeah, with Man of Steel, like that's why I didn't like. I didn't like how he went from being Clark Kent 
then he got his powers, then all of a sudden, like, it just it didn't have a good flow yeah. to it, yeah. Yeah, just, the pacing was very, very poor. It was very pace, too, too all over the place. Was, yeah. Way all over the place. But, yeah, no, I just saw it on my app, dude. So, it's the three-hour movie? Is that the Batman ever got the cut? Jesus Christ. Three hours? Three Fucking hours, Zack yeah. Snyder, man. <laughs> Zack Snyder. Oh boy! But All right, so those, I'll, those, I'll those, that extra that extra thirty minutes it takes you more into like the lore of Ben Affleck's Batman. Okay. So, which I, I liked. I liked him as Batman, to be honest. Yeah, with you. no. I, I heard that um, in the Flash movie, it's going to be his last performance as Batman. He said. He said that's the last. Uh, that's the last time you'll see him as Batman. In the Flash yeah, movie. I heard. I heard that. I heard he gets taken out, dude. I heard that they they kill him off in this movie, dude. So. I'm oh curious. shit! Well. You know what's funny, dude? I was reading an article that said Matt Damon was the one who talked Ben Affleck out of Batman. Like, he's like, he like, because Ben Affleck was like telling Matt Damon what was going on behind the scenes on set, like the gory details. And, and Matt Damon's like, you don't need this shit. Like, what the fuck? Like, it sounds crazy. Like, get the fuck out. And he was like, I think I'm going to have to. <laughs> so it was all about the, the drama. That's crazy, dude. All about the drama behind the scenes. So, um, you know what's cool, dude? That guy on YouTube I tell you to follow, a critical uh, drinker. You know what mm -hmm. he does? Some of his videos are really good. If you go to his library, he'll do a videos called like um, Production Hell. It's called Production Hell. But he'll go mm -hmm. behind the scenes and he'll he'll dig up articles and he'll read like what went wrong behind the scenes. I'm hoping he does that with um, with um, the Batman movies, the Ben Affleck movies, Batman, because I want to hear what went, what went like the whole how it the rise and the fall like how it started he does that and he does a pretty good job of it so hope he does that that'd be cool that'd be yeah that'd cool. be cool i'll check that out yeah but anyway with that being said uh, i think that'll do it for now i know we've shared up the rails a little bit we give you a little bit of a sneak preview of the batman so our thoughts of it so yeah um, yeah you can hear our excitement with that for sure yeah absolutely big big batman fan big dc fan so that being said, uh, thanks as always for stopping by. Um, this is going to be on Anchor, going to be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Castbox, YouTube. We're going to portray our mugs on YouTube. You can like and subscribe to the channel. We'll be doing, trying to do this more often, at least every one to two weeks, maybe every weekly or bi-weekly to try to do more stuff we have to talk about. More we'll do this. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. We'll definitely keep bringing the fun stuff to you guys. Hell yeah. All right, so you guys take care, and we will catch you next time. Thanks, as always, for stopping by. Later.